Will future roads be paved with plastic? That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. The Keystone Pipeline leaked late last month, spewing nearly 400,000 gallons of heavy tar sands oil into wetlands in North Dakota, and it will be nearly impossible to clean it up. The oil is a mix of clay, water, and bitumen. To get it to move through the pipeline, it has to be mixed with chemicals that allow it to flow. Without them, pumping the crude would be like sucking peanut butter through a straw. When a spill occurs, those chemicals evaporate, leaving the heavy bitumen, which sinks, unlike oil spilled in water, which floats and can be skimmed. But cleaning up wetlands involves digging them up to get at the bitumen that's sunk in, and that risks damaging the area in the process of trying to save it, according to Vice News. The Keystone Pipeline came online in 2010, carrying crude from Alberta to Texas. It has spilled four times, with the latest spill estimated to be the second largest. The pipeline was granted an exemption to run at higher than standard pressure in rural areas, and now Reuters reports that permit is in the spotlight. The Keystone is separate from the planned Keystone XL pipeline, which is still in the permitting process. An attorney for Nebraska homeowners said that the new XL line should not be allowed for a company that has repeated safety failures and frequent spills. Much of the plastic we use ends up in the ocean where it could take hundreds of years to break down while causing damage to marine life and ecosystems. Now, several companies are using recycled bags and bottles to help pave roads. The plastic is ground into flakes, mixed with other ingredients, and then shipped to asphalt manufacturers. CBS News reports that the blend replaces some of the black oil-based bitumen typically used in paving. According to one of the developers, using plastic saves one ton of carbon emissions for every ton of bitumen replaced. The idea is already being used in San Diego and Houston in this country and in South Africa, India, and Vietnam. An environmentalist with the Green Alliance is cautiously optimistic about the process, but said that what they don't know yet is how much microplastic the roads might shed. However, one manufacturer says there are no microplastics present in any of the roads that are laid down. Since China stopped buying plastics from recycling programs in the U.S. and other countries, using the bottles and bags and building roads could be a partial solution. Proponents also claim that the plastic paving lasts longer because it's more flexible. When a vehicle passes over it, the road springs in contrast to asphalt that doesn't, which can lead to potholes. Washing machines, bicycles, television sets, a stove, and even a bidet. That's what divers found when they jumped into the canals of Venice to clean them up. But these aren't just any divers. They are gondoliers who started plunging into the polluted water with only snorkels and diving masks. But going into the contaminated canals with that limited protection is dangerous. So when local businesses heard of the effort, NBC News reports that they offered proper diving equipment. The gondoliers turned divers have made five forays this year, removing two and a half tons of trash. One of them said they do the dives for free because Venice has given them so much. Children who drink adequate amounts of water have faster reaction times and are better able to multitask. That's the conclusion of researchers at the University of Illinois and Northeastern University. 
And they say a large proportion of American kids are actually dehydrated. The researchers looked at how 9 to 11-year-olds fared on tests that assessed their cognitive abilities after drinking various amounts of water. The results showed a correlation between how much water they consumed and how quickly they responded to tests that required them to switch between different tasks. Kids are dependent upon adults to get enough water, one of the authors said in a statement from Northeastern. He added that given kids sit in school for six hours, a simple solution is to make sure they have water bottles at their desk to promote better hydration. And finally, imagine traveling through a sublime frozen landscape of towering icebergs rising out of turquoise blue waters of the frigid Arctic Ocean. How do you feel? For researchers studying people with chronic pain, they hope the answer is Better. Scientists from Imperial College London had volunteers use virtual reality or VR headsets to watch 360 degree videos of an Arctic exploration. Then they exposed them to painful stimuli, such as a very small electric shock. The team found that volunteers who watched the scenes of the icy Arctic using VR registered lower pain than those who just saw still images of the polar environment. The researchers think the result is more than just distraction. They think visual immersion may trigger the body's own natural pain-fighting systems. Dr. Sam Hughes, lead author of the study, said that one of the key features of chronic pain is an increased sensitivity to stimuli where a person's nerves are constantly firing and telling their brain that they're in a heightened state of distress. He says their work suggests that VR may be able to interrupt that process. And although the study was small and they need to test other scenes beyond Arctic scenery, the researchers think it shows potential, especially for people with pain who are bedridden or can't move their limbs. VR might offer a new form of relief along with a view of some awe-inspiring places on Earth. That's it for This Week in Water. You can sustain this newscast by going to h2oradio.org, where your gift will be doubled, dollar for dollar, now until December 31st. This Week in Water is supported by the American Water Works Association, whose North American Water Loss Conference will showcase innovative solutions December 3rd through 5th in Nashville. Get the details at awwa.org forward slash water loss. 